eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you actually end up feeling overwhelmed and confused rather than inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, your mindset, and your home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode. So as you know, if you've been here for a while, um, then you know that intentional living is a really big part of my life. It has been for the past few years, and it's also been like a really big pillar in this podcast. I've talked about it in several episodes, um, but today I kind of want to take a different approach. I've kind of been pondering all aspects of intentional living lately, and I kind of took a step back to get a wider perspective, and it made me realize that intentional living probably sounds so boring to some people out there. I'm sure that there are some that think intentional living, and the first thing that comes to their minds are strict schedules, organized lists, like waking up and you meditate and then you go drink one cup of water and like just very monotonous and boring, honestly. Um, And I don't know, I'm sure some people (laughs) that practice intentional living, you know, practice it like that. And that's okay, you know, whatever floats people's boat. But I thought that I would hop on here and kind of give a different perspective of intentional living, but also talk about how important balancing intentional living with spontaneity has been for me lately. I will start off with saying I feel like no matter what way you decide to live, um, or if you just go with the flow and you don't really like pick something, you kind of just do whatever feels natural to you. I feel like there can be extremes of both sides, right? Like if you get too wrapped up in intentional living, you can kind of start to lose that fun and that joy. But on the other hand, if you get too wrapped up in like spontaneous living and constantly like go, go, going, trying to like chase that high and do fun stuff and do just, you know, like the next thing that comes into your mind, you can start to kind of crave and miss that structured way of living that intentional living can also bring. So I feel like it's really, really important to get a good balance of the two, right? Like have a purpose of what you're trying to accomplish, goals that you have, but then also bring fun and different spontaneous elements to life. For me, the kind of intentional living that I live is a little bit different than what some people might expect. Um, for me, it really just means living each day with purpose. Like I wake up and I try to set the mood and expectations I have of myself for that day in order to stay on top of things, but also like to take care of my own mental health. And for me, this is something that's been really important as a homeschooling mom. Every night, typically I'll prepare for what we're doing in school the next day. Um, so in the morning, like I wake up, I kind of glance over everything that we have to do, but then like on a deeper level with intentionality, um, I kind of try to pull in the mental health things. Like for me, something that's really big right now that I'm going to therapy for too, is like 
not getting triggered by my kids and like more specifically by loud noises, I've realized the more kids that I have that I am very sensitive to certain like outside stimulants, um, noise being the big one, honestly, like, and it's caused me to kind of like snap and yell at the kids when, you know, obviously they don't deserve it. If you're a parent, you can probably relate to what I'm saying. Um, and it's like, for me, I know that kids are supposed to be loud. Like that's literally the point. And so I'm not like mad at them for being loud, but it's like my brain immediately goes into fight or flight mode and like spikes my stress levels times like a million lately. Um, anyway, moral of the story. (laughs) So one thing that ties into intentional living is like, I wake up and I make that decision that I will not yell at my kids today. And that's kind of like, I carry that with me at the forefront of my mind as I go through my day. Something that's really helped me with little goals like this that I like need to keep at the forefront of my mind is I have a whiteboard that's attached to our fridge and I kind of write down the big overall intentions for the day. And that has helped me a lot. Like usually I'll write on their school, maybe specific tasks that we have to do for homeschool that day. Um, I'll write if I plan on like doing yoga or going to the gym. Um, And then usually I tell myself on there to drink water and then whatever like parenting goal I have. So like lately it's no yelling or like calm and peaceful, you know, whatever like I want the intention for me and like the expectations I have for myself, I put them on the whiteboard. So that's one tool that's kind of helping me with intentional living lately. Um, But I'm also just like besides the no yelling thing, I'm kind of trying to make it a priority to do things that I know will take care of my mental health. So things like regularly moving my body, um, drinking water, practicing gratitude has been a huge one for me. Um, Like reminding myself to take deep breaths with when I get triggered by my kids, things like that versus just reacting and going with the flow, which for me went, you know, like on the days that I don't think about intentional living. I don't prioritize it. I'm just like, hey, we're just going to chill today. Um, I notice my mood is so much worse. Like, I think it's just the three kids. There's literally always something to do, whether it's homeschool or put the baby down for a nap or, you know, get them snacks, make a meal, do the dishes. Like literally the the list is nonstop. Um, And so for me, like besides having a million things in the day to do, if I don't like piece together little areas that I know will help me mental health wise into my day and versus just going with the flow aka meeting my children's needs all day for me it puts my mental health in a much worse spot but with all that being said um, intentional living some times can really feel like monotonous and just not fun because it's thinking about all the things you need to do to take care of yourself um, kind of on like that deep level but also on the surface level like the physical things of what you need to do to care for yourself and your family um, and a lot of times like those needs like we don't recognize fun and spontaneity as a need so a lot of times those things can slip through the cracks because you're prioritizing all these other things and I'm not saying that all those other things are not just as equally as important but we do need to like also or at least me personally I need to bring fun into it otherwise I find myself feeling very burnt out very fast and just kind of getting into the slump 
Um, something I do a lot is like practice gratitude and that does go hand in hand with like mindfulness and just being intentional. However, it is still easy to get really bored with that like mundane life stuff. And that is why pulling spontaneity into the balance between that and like intentional living is super, super important. So next I'm going to share a few things that I do to bring that fun and spontaneity into our days and our routine to kind of like help keep things balanced and help keep like the vibe light and energetic in the house. My literally all time favorite thing to do with my kids, it's going to sound so stupid, but I love to throw on fun music and have dance parties with them, whether it's like in the kitchen or we put on YouTube music videos and dance in the living room, like whatever it is, I we love dancing together. And I also just love that. It's something that I used to do with my kids as babies, like when they were in their one-year-old stage and younger, I always used to put on music and then dance with each of them for them to fall asleep for their naps. So being able to like kind of have that tradition of continuing to do dance parties with all three of the kids and just seeing the joy on their face when we do that really just makes me, it gives me like so much purpose and happiness as a mom. Um, So that's one thing that's like, you know, if the mood is getting down and I can tell that we're getting like bored and just the kids are not feeling it, we have a dance party. And sometimes, you know, we dance to Taylor Swift. Sometimes they, all they want to listen to is like Baby Shark or God forbid, the fart song over and over and over again. But you know, like literally regardless, dancing gets your body moving. It helps your brain. And for me, that's like a really good reset. Um, So that's like one of the big ways that I bring fun and spontaneity into our days. Because literally every time that we have a dance party, everybody's mood is so much better than it was before. A couple other like fast examples on how I'm bringing like spontaneous fun into my life more now than I like usually do is reading whatever the hell I want. And I know this isn't everybody's cup of tea. Um, That's totally fine. For some people, it's like TV shows or podcasts or um, video games, you know, but I'm allowing myself to really like indulge like For instance, a few months ago, I was like, you know what sounds good? A whole (laughs) Twilight reread. Even though I just read all the books like two years ago when Midnight Sun came out, I was like, I... I want it. So I literally just read every single book and then watched every single movie. And I allowed myself to like fully indulge and immerse myself into Forks Washington and not giving a single shit what anybody else thinks about it. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that like, I, you know, I would post on my Instagram stories and there was probably people that judged the hell out of me for, you know, still being into Twilight at the ripe old age of 27. And I'm kind of just allowing myself to not give a flying (laughs) crap about what anybody else thinks. Um, So yeah, like reading whatever I want. Um, I moved immediately from Twilight. I read like one of my fantasy books that the third book in the series just came out. And now I'm jumping right into Harry Potter. And like, you know why? (laughs) Because I freaking want to. So yeah, like allowing yourself to kind of be spontaneous. And of course there are like limits to this. Like I'm not just going to sit there and read or watch this stuff all day, but that's kind of where you tie it into intentional living. So for me, audiobooks has been very important because while I am doing the dishes, making the kids food, doing the normal like day-to-day stuff around the house, I have an AirPod in and I just listen to my book. But I also know that there gets to be a point where if I 
get too overstimulated, like where I have been listening too much and I start to get like short with my kids or short tempered, um, then I know I have to like tap into that intentional side and kind of realize that like that balance is being becoming a little bit overshadowed and I need to get back, like turn off the book for a while and immerse myself and be present with my kids. So again, it's all about the balance. Um, but more ways that I'm bringing in this like spontaneity is dressing however I want, like however makes me feel good. Um, it's something that's like so small, but it's something that really has been bringing me joy lately and kind of like instead of going with the flow and wearing, I literally like for the past, I don't even know how long, five, six years, like I remember I dressed really creatively in high school, um, a little bit in college. And then as soon as I became a mom, it's been like black on black. I'm always wearing like black leggings, black tank top, like just very plain monotonous clothing. And I feel like part of that probably has to do with <laughs> the social anxiety that I've struggled with for a long time. Like I literally, I would melt into the wall and just like walk that way in the grocery store if I could. Like I don't want anybody to notice me. Um, I, you know, it's just the way that I'm wired. However, lately I've been trying to like prioritize that spontaneous, like, oh, I like this hot pink shirt. Cool. I'm going to, I'm going to wear it. Like, you know, so just like wearing what I want and what makes me feel good. And then the last way that I've kind of been bringing fun in is to plan adventures or say yes, like when your friends ask you to go on little mini adventures. And I don't know, again, to some, this is going to sound so stupid. Like, yeah, obviously you want to plan to go do fun things, but you guys have to understand, like for a really long time, me and my husband did not do shit. Like the biggest adventure we would have was like taking the kids out to the grocery store and hoping that we survived. And it wasn't until we moved away from North Carolina. And like, don't get me wrong, we planned a few cute little trips. Like we had a couple trips to the beach, um, a few trips to go see my family and like spontaneous things like that. Um, but now that I am in Texas, I am kicking myself so hard. Like I only lived an, like less than two hours from the beach and I only went to the beach three times during the two to two and a half years that we were in North Carolina. So that kind of was an eye opener and made me realize that I really need to incorporate more of that spontaneity regardless of the fact that like it's hard to take drives with the kids and it's hard to like go plan things with three kids and all the unknowns. Like there are unlimited excuses that I could pull out. But at the end of the day, again, the, that adventure and fun side of life is something that brings me so much joy and it's something that I really need. And so that's something, again, that I've just been trying to incorporate more lately. So we've been, you know, we've taken the kids out hiking here. We've taken them to waterfalls. We've taken them like to sightsee around Austin. Um, we're taking them to the Renaissance Fair next, this upcoming weekend, actually. And I'm so pumped to finally be able to like dress like a fae and give my kids fake swords to run around with and stuff. Like, so just things like that, like figuring out what is important to you and deciding to make that a priority. And really, I guess that can tie into intentional living. Like you can put fun on your intentional living list, I guess. But for me, I feel like, again, when a lot of people think about intentional living, it's all rules and structure and set plans and goals and meeting those goals. And so a lot of that fun kind of falls to the wayside. 
But it truly is possible to live both intentionally and spontaneously at the same time. If that makes sense, that actually sounds so stupid when I say it. But the bottom line is it's all about the balance. And as great as intentional living is, which it is great, like intentional living has helped me in so many ways. But lately I have just been realizing that for me, it's so, so important to find that good balance of spontaneity with intentional living and tying them together to weave a more fulfilling life, if that makes sense. Overall, um, if you guys listened to my episode a few weeks ago about like self-care September, August was an absolute shit show for me. And I realized it was because I was really letting go of intentional living. I was just going with the flow. I was going to the gym too much and then I would come home exhausted and just really not have the energy for literally anything else. Um, So there really wasn't any intentional living. It was pure survival mode. Um, Luckily, we were in summer break, so I didn't have to worry about like homeschool or any of that. I actually feel like that probably made it worse, not having that structure of like, okay, I have to wake up and do this school stuff with my son. But yeah, all in all, August was just not it. That was the worst mental health month I've had in a very long time. Um, So in September, I kind of like made this plan and I was like, we're going to do self-care September. We are going to start intentional living and actually like hold ourselves accountable with this. And it really worked. Like it pulled me out of the funk that I was in. Thank God. Um, But lately, I've really just been pondering this balance between like having fun and also intentional living and how they can coexist. So yeah, that's kind of, it's again, it's something that helped me a lot lately and something that I've, looking back, I've realized that it's, I've been trying to balance the two for a very long time, but I didn't really know how to put it into words. Like I wanted to live structured and with purpose, but I also wanted to keep that like fun side alive and not just like planned fun. Like we're going to go on a trip in three months, but like the spontaneous, like figuring out how to bring that spontaneity and that joy into our daily lives to kind of shake up the mundane and the routine, you know? And again, I've been kind of trying to balance for a long time without realizing that's what I was trying to do. And now that I've put it into words for myself, like as soon as this dawned on me, everything started making so much sense. And I feel like it's going to really help me moving forward in life in general, but especially just with intentional living and kind of pulling this new aspect of also being intentional about spontaneity and fun. So yeah, I hope that this episode helped you and I hope that it kind of just, if anything, made you kind of consider where you lie and on like the balance scale of intentional living versus like spontaneous and going with the flow. And hopefully it kind of made you think about if there's one that you maybe could pull in a little bit more, something that would help you in your day-to-day life and help your mental health, especially if you're a mom listening to this. Like, I feel like the fun and the structure both are so equally important, at least for me. Like, I don't, I don't know what my brain is doing, I guess. I know that there's people that are neurotypical and they don't have a hard time with any of this, like focusing on the tasks, focusing on this, like 
I don't know. There are people that have all of this in a row and they don't have to think so hard about it. I am not one of those people. Clearly, um, if you've listened to my podcast at all, then you would know that's not the case at all for me. So hopefully if you are similar to me in terms of overthinking everything and needing to spell everything out for yourself like this, then hopefully this episode helped give you some ideas on how to either pull more intentional living or spontaneous living into your life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast and until next time.